Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Legacy Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault and Tom Chenault, who will be here any moment. We have an amazing person today who I am so excited to get to share with you. We've been waiting for this day and this moment, especially for me for a long time. Uh, I have felt like I know this person from afar because she has had such a profound impact on my life and on the life of my family. And so this is really a, a special treat for me. I'm so excited to introduce our guest today, who is Sharon Lecter. And Sharon has been a huge part of Rich Dad International, the Rich Dad Poor Dad franchise, and in turn has done a huge amount of really powerful work with the Napoleon Hill Institute as well. Uh, somebody who we just love. love and her. Greg Reed, our buddy Greg Reed. Are you still hanging with him? Of course, always. Yep. Sharon, you and I know each other for so many years, and your cute husband, Michael, the intellectual property attorney of high esteem, I have loved you since the day I met you, and how you doing, kid? Doing great, and I'm glad we finally found a time to get together. I keep yeah, we need you guys. so badly. The world needs you so badly, and today is a very, very important day because this is one of the most tumultuous elections in history and almost everybody is suffering except that one person in some part of Los Angeles that bought the $2 billion lotto ticket. <laughs> oh my God, somebody won the lotto so I can stop buying lotto tickets. But I love you, Sharon, and let's figure out what the heck you're doing these days so people know how to support you and get a little part of you because you are an important part of the world. Well, Tom, thank you so much. And I'm so delighted to be with you and uh, had an opportunity to speak a few moments with Adrian to get to know him a little bit before the show. And I'm so delighted to be with you guys. And you're right. It's really important for all of us to come together and to, oh, thank you, Richard. What a nice thing for you to say. Um, <laughs> I, there, I think there's three geniuses here. If I'm a genius, like these guys certainly are too. But thank you so much. You know, we have to come together because there's just so much negativity out there, so much um, attacking. I mean, the, the polarization is the worst I've seen in my entire life. And we have to start pulling together. And your show is such an important part of that. And I'm so honored to be part of this because it's us coming together and showing people that there's a better way. There's a way to have these conversations and discussions. And, and I grew up with a dad that asked me every night, Sharon, have you added value to someone's life today? And wow. he's been gone almost 17 years, but I still ask myself that every night. And wouldn't the world be a better place if we all thought about how we could add value to other people's lives instead of take, 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 so. And I see you with Dr. Finance, who I think is a character of epic proportion. We have got to figure out a way to get that guy to monetize his stuff because he's such a resource and a half and so good at what he does and great guests. And then I see Rex Sykes and I see Greg Reed and I just see the circles you run in and everything you do. You guys are smart people, but you're so heart driven. Where did that come from, Sharon? Well, I think from exactly that, have I added value to someone's life today? It's never been, um, it's never been about the money. It's been about the impact. It's been about the mission. And somebody, I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, you know, my dear friend, Les Brown says, you got to be hungry, right? And yeah. I go, well, if you're hungry for money, 
when you have some success, you're not hungry anymore. But if you're hungry for impact, it never goes away. And so the more successful you become, the more money you make, but really that gives you the opportunity to make an even greater impact. I love that. And that's that's what we need in the world right now. And it just, it feels like there has been, you, how, whatever the forces that be, however, you know, I, I don't even know that it really matters to to decide how we got to the place that we are, but we, you know, I, it's certain that everybody just seems to be at one another and it's this tribalism and it's this, you know, there's this side and there's that side and there doesn't feel like there's a middle and what, you know, how do we set, how do we cast a different vision for moving forward powerfully that it is about creating that positive impact in the world, Sharon? Well, I, um, I'll share my closet book I've been working on for several years, and the, the working title is Grace. And I think, you know, we live in this world of um, FOMO, fear of missing out, or feeling like you have to, um, you know, fake it till you make it, always, um, you know, driving to show your success. And if we can just take a step back, I mean, some of us, there's so many of us that are type A people and we drive and drive and drive. We don't take time to celebrate our little wins. We just say next, next, next. And, and, and we lose our relationships along the way when we're so driven to success. And I talk in Think and Grow Rich for Women. I followed the same chapter outline of the same book, but I added a 15th chapter called One Big Life because I was really frustrated, particularly with women, this work-life balance stuff. And I said, you know, don't use that. The word balance doesn't exist in real life. We're always moving, right? We're always going forward, backwards, or sideways. And so we need to think about one big life. We have so many aspects of our life. We have finance, fitness, our faith, our friends, our family. We have a little bit of fun thrown in maybe, as well as our field, our business. And so all of those aspects, if you let one of them go, you're not feeling, you're not living one big life. You really have to pay attention to the fact that we only go around this earth this one time in this lifespan. And so let's make the most of us so that we can truly create. And I love your legacy leadership because I talk about legacy. And I, legacy is really created every single day with every heart you touch, not when you die. You're creating your legacy right now. The two of you working together, father, son, creating, you know, incredible impact. Your legacy is, is so strong because of what you do every single day. I, I think that's beautiful. And, and I really love that as you spoke about that topic, that the first thing that came up for you was relationships, because that that's really, you know, we are so interconnected. And I, I'd be curious your thoughts, you know, where, where you came from as you shared that, because to me, there's, there's kind of two levels of that loss of relationship that happens. You know, of course, there are situations where, you know, maybe people do things that are maybe in violation or, or you know, that, that are having a negative impact on others. And of course, we don't want to do that. What I see at an even bigger level is just a deprioritization of relationships in service of either chasing after whatever the next big shiny thing is or the next promotion or whatever that is. And then on the other side of it, just going home and, you know, tuning out to the millions of, of things that we could do on any given night that are not about building community together. And to me, that feels like maybe the bigger sort of 
malaise, the bigger thing that is sort of plaguing us as a society is that we're not actually proactively investing in relationships. What do you think about that, Sharon? Tom, you must be really proud of him because what you just said is brilliant. And that is so important for someone your age to identify the fact because the deprioritization of somebody, your relationship happens so much because we're so focused on other things like success or making money. And, and the other side of that coin, Adrian, is that it's too easy to get out of it. Um, we've learned, we've stopped learning how to persevere how to make, you know, sometimes you have the the, low, the lows. And my father-in-law just died at almost 96. He and his wife were married 73 years. And wow. you know, my husband and I just celebrated 42 years. And our children have all been married 18. And it's something that, you know, I'm really proud of that because, but it's not easy. I mean, we were coming up on the 10th anniversary of losing a child. Most marriages do not survive that. And it's a matter of understanding that your relationship is not just love or working relation, it's respect. And there are times when the love gets challenged and I say the respect steps in, but that's the relationship of life is here, right? It's not your wallet, it's, it's here, your heart and the quality of life, your significance and, and relationships, that power of association is what I teach in everything I talk about. I talk about the, you know, my my personal success equation. It's about the law of association. I've known Tom, I, we've known each other for years. And, long, long time. Yeah. And I just, I value and cherish that relationship as I do all of my relationships. And, you know, some of them get strange. You know, you've heard the phrase people are in your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime, right? And it's important to pay attention, but also to understand and be grateful for those people that come into your life. When I first met you, you'd written the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad and been part of that gigantic, gigantic empire mm -hmm. of financial literacy for everybody, especially children in your case. And you have been absolutely crazily passionate about that forever, right? You still are? Oh, still as passionate as the day I committed myself to that, which was long before Rich Dad, December of 92, my son, oldest son came home from um, college his first semester in credit card debt. I was pretty mad at him, but more mad at myself. And that's really when I dedicated the rest of my professional career to financial education, entrepreneurship education. And I'm as passionate about it today as I was then. And then you hooked up with Greg Reed and the Napoleon Hill Foundation, <laughs> rewrote that book, which was unbelievable and have changed and gone on to change the world at the same yet higher level. It's just incredible to me. And when I was talking to you this morning, you said, whenever I get irritated at what's going on in the world, I just start a company, which I think is <laughs> remarkable. And you've actually got a link for people inside of that, that they can look at where they can go see what she's up to right now before the break. Cause I want you to get on the list. It's called ATM, like an ATM machine, SharonElector.com. There's all kinds of stuff for you to go join. And what's that all about, Sharon? Well, ATM, it, it, when, when COVID first hit and I was just inundated, we were inundated with fear and scared and negativity. Um, I said, you know, we got to start sharing positivity. And so this ATM is abundance tips and mentorship. And it's a daily mess. I've just done my 850th 
And it's a way for me to just give back, to talk to people about telling them they're fabulous. And I end every message every morning with, you are fabulous. Say it with me. I am fabulous. Yes, you are. Because we, we just need people to believe in us and everybody watching right now, you are perfect. You were designed to be uniquely and perfectly you, not me, not Tom, you, and you have a gift to give. And no matter what's happened in your life, many of us like losing a child, it stopped me in my tracks for several years. Whatever you've been through, what's ever stopped you in your tracks, could have been a death, a divorce, a financial setback, an illness, but you're still here and you're still here for a reason. And there's so much more for you to give. And what's even more beautiful is you have the gift of helping other people that are coming through life, having in the, in the experience right now that you survived and come through. So you have the ability to help them. And We're going to take a short break. Life. We'll be right back. It is the Genesis Communication Network. Stick around. We love you. We love Sharon Lecter. All right, now we're at the commercial break, but we don't go anywhere because we've got 30 seconds here and we can say hi to all the people <laughs> on the screen, like yeah. the one and only Richard Bliss Brook, who loves you as much as anybody. It's very, very cute. Thanks for supporting the show. Paul Van Dieven, you are an amazing guy. Julie Hegstrom, Katie Ganelli, Common Ground. You and I have Joanne Smith, you little Jesus-loving woman, you. I love you. And Doug Stare, I don't know how I'd live my life without you. We're coming back right now. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> and we are back. It is Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. And it is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. I didn't get to say that. I'm telling you, this is a highlight. I could not believe when Sharon Lecter told me yes, because this is a guest of the highest caliber. And the show she's on and the clubhouse places that she's at, if you do anything today, Google her. And then everywhere you can follow her, plug into her stuff, especially atm.sharonlector.com, because she's going to tell you that God made you just the way you are, which is perfect, and you don't need to be anybody else. And I spent my whole life trying to be anybody but me. It cost me millions of dollars, and I finally realized this hot mess called me was all I had, and I might as well love it, and everything changed that day. And, uh, I'm, and, and the day I adopted you was like the girl. Oh, you're not adopted. He is my son. I love him. So take it away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sharon, I, I really appreciate, you know, and, and I saw it in your bio and, and you referenced it here today. You know, you, you went through a really hard time in 2012 losing a son. And you, uh, I appreciate that you talked about that because I think we've all, you know, so many folks in different ways face a really big setback somewhere in their journey. And there's a period of time that you need to create the space to, to be able to mourn that. And, and I know that you did that. And out of that came an even bigger vision than ever is what it sounds like to me. And so talk just a little bit about that journey for you and, and how you came into maybe even a bigger vision for yourself than ever before after that experience. Well, thank you, Adrian. I'm not quite sure I've ever been asked that question in that manner before. And I really appreciate that because it's showing insight on your part. Um, when my career has always been the, utilizing the power of association, I helped the, the creator and inventor of the first talking children's book back in the late 80s, the books that had the sound strips down the side. And 
we were a new company. Kids did not have screens. I know dinosaur times. They did not have electronics. And so we said, how can we get parents to trust us? So we partnered with little companies like Disney, Warner Brothers, Sesame Street, Marvel Comics. And that allowed us to explode that company around the world. And so I learned so much in doing that. And I said, you know, next time, instead of writing these big royalty checks, I want to build a company where I get them. And so when we launched Rich Dad, I built it in the same in with that in mind, keeping the brand tight and getting it to the New York Times bestseller list on its own and attracting companies like Warner Books, Time Life, coaching companies where they paid us to work with us. And so it was us expanding our brand very quickly through the power of association. But when um, you know, when I left Rich Dad, I went on to work with President. So I was always playing a really big game. And then in December, as you said, of 2012, I got the phone call in the morning that my son was gone. And, um, you know, life stops. And I'm sure people watching and listening right now have had something in their life. I went, I call it my world of neutral, living in a world of numbness um, for several years. I still worked, but I, I lost the zest for working and for living, actually, for a while. And I got to the point where I thought about retiring and I realized, I'm, I looked around, I said, I'm not alone. There are a lot of people that are living in neutral. And that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help the people you love. It doesn't help those people that need to have your support and your love. And I still remember I made the decision. I was thinking about retiring, got all the pushback from family and friends. And I even had my son in my ear saying, get over it, mom. There's more for you to do. You're still here for a reason. And that trigger made me launch, as I said, whenever I have a trigger, I launch something. So I launched a private Facebook group called the Play Big Movement, because I said, if I'm going to get back out there, I want people to see me doing it. I want them to know they can do it, too. And let's talk about how we can all play a bigger game. And that was the trigger I needed. And that's what I want everybody watching and listening to, to pay attention to. The opportunities are all around you. The problem is when we are in grief or we are playing small, we're looking down, which means we have blinders on. And so you miss the opportunities that are there for you. And so when you open your eyes and you get rid of those blinders, you're going to start identifying those opportunities that can take you to a larger plane. And you have something that other people need to hear. And if you stay small, then you're hurting other people. So don't be greedy and hold it to yourself. Let your knowledge, your love, your passion out and help as many people as you can by playing that bigger game. And it was a trigger for me. And I, as soon as I made that decision to get back into the world and start playing big again, I had the Think and Grow Rich movie come to me. I had the world's greatest motivators television show highlight me. Those things, I would have not even paid attention to them had I stayed in my, in playing small. So I want everybody to realize, you know, we, we, we only go around this world on this lifetime once. Play as big a game as you can so you can help as many people and have the greatest impact. So the Play Big Movement is about being number one in your field, living your legacy, as I shared earlier, every heart you touch every single day, and creating maximum impact. Sharon Lecter is somebody who has exemplified that and who has used the experiences of her life to help others, and you can too. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right. That was a quick segment and we didn't blow the break. That was good. Put the comments up. Yeah. Know. It's so exciting to have her on. 
I have forgotten how great you are. I really have. I mean, in a conversation straight on one, you know, you and I, I just forgotten about it. And I feel so guilty about that because you are a natural, a national and world international resource. Thank you. We're coming back right now. And we're back. It's Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. And it's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And we have got a guest that is absolutely so much bigger than life and so plugged in that every one of you need to be part of her life. Go to ATM, SharonLector.com, get on her lists and just understand you've got somebody that's a servant leader that understands so many things. She can see around corners that you didn't even know existed. And please let her help you because that's why she's on this planet, right? Yeah, that's, that is exactly right. And you know, Sharon, so much of your work has been in the world of helping people to create financial independence and to take control of their own financial destiny, even in a world where maybe there's a lot of things that are outside of their control. You know, we're in a time right now where we maybe are already in a recession, or if we're not, we're head, headed that direction in a hurry. And there's a lot of people out there that I think are scared and uncertain about the future that's ahead for them. What would you say to somebody that has, doesn't feel in control of their financial destiny today and needs some help right now? Well, if you don't feel like you're in control, you probably are not. Because at the end of the day, you're either in control of your money or your money is in control of you. And my goal in life is to help more people take control of their money. And it's not really what you do for your paycheck that counts. It's what you do with your paycheck that determines your financial future. And so it's really important to understand that with all the uncertainty in the world today, everybody is looking at this uncertainty. Is it chaos or is it opportunity? All right. A lot of real estate investors now are getting really excited because there's a lot of fluctuation in the real estate market, whereas other people are scared to death. And so what lens are you looking at opportunity through? Fear, scarcity, or abundance. Most of us have a life of a mentality of scarcity because we're not taught about money in school. We grow up and we hear things like we can't afford it. Money doesn't grow on trees, pinch your pennies. So we grow up hearing these money, negative, money, negative, money, negative. Hence, we have a mindset of scarcity. And so once you start becoming successful, if you don't deal with your mindset, even though you become successful, you're still going to be afraid you're going to lose it all. So you have to work on your mindset as well as your money actions to change your mind, to understand that we live in a world of abundance. And all you have to do is start training yourself and surround yourself with the right people because so many of us think we have to do it on our own. My personal success equation that's in the book, Three Feet from Gold with Greg Reed that Tom mentioned is something I talk about in every interview. It's your passion and your talent. Most of us stop there thinking we have to do everything on our own. But true success comes from times A, power of association, who's around you, who's supporting you, who's your mentor, then times A, taking action. How many times do we know what we're supposed to do? We just don't do it. And so, and then the last element is plus F for faith, faith, confidence in yourself, faith in what you're doing, faith that is needed and necessary, and faith that you will succeed. And that personal success equation is at, on my web, at my website, SharonLector.com. You can download it for free, a whole workbook to determine your personal success equation. Okay, personalsuccessequation.com. Your passion, your talent, power of association, take, taking the right action and having faith. 
when I start working with new mentoring clients, it's usually the power of association that needs the most work and their confidence. And they go hand in hand. When you have the right people around you, when you have the chenaults in your corner, you can't be down for very long. That power, that, that power of association helps lift your confidence. That's, that's very, very kind of you. And I, I think it's really interesting that you said that as you begin mentoring people and you look at the various components of that personal success equation, that often the one that's the most in deficit is that law of association. And so when you, when you come across a mentee or somebody that is in that sort of space, what are some things that they can be doing practically to really begin to ramp up their, uh, the, the associations and, and the people that they're getting themselves around? Well, the first step is to analyze the, um, how they spend their time and what their environment is. Who they, you know, what are they allowing in their brain? What are they watching? What are they listening to? And who are they hanging out? Are you hanging around with people that truly want you to be successful and they are already successful so you can learn from them? Are you hanging from people who, with people who might be jealous of what you're doing and trying to hold you back? And sometimes it's our own family. So you have to minimize the time you spend with people that are afraid of what you're doing because you have to kind of give them a little grace because it's not that they don't want you to succeed, but they see you doing something to improve your life and they're not doing it. And so what do they do? They want to pull you back. And so give them a little grace, limit the amount of time, because once you create success in your life, they're going to be the first ones coming to support you. And it's really important to understand you are the CEO of your life. And many of us are very empathic. So we walk into a room and it's down and people are depressed. You go right down there with them. So you kind of have to put a cone of protection and know that you need to stand in your own power and attract other people to you. Step into your power and stop believing that little guy on your shoulder. He is lying to you. And the one that you could, you know, use God and use that complete circle of influence that you've got to make sure that you're not doing that because I'm telling you, it's not worth it. There's nothing you can't accomplish. I'm looking at all the people watching this show. Every one of you are friends of mine and every one of you have far more gas in the tank, including Adrian and I and Sharon than we're using right now. And the name of the game is constantly elevate. And the way that you do that is hang around with people doing the same thing. I called Richard Brooke on the way down here. He's like a mentor of mine. He steps up to the plate every time I need his help. Find people like that. Doug Stair, same thing for me. Rex Sykes, yep. unbelievable. So I'm just, she's so right. And, well, and Richard, Richard, let me speak to him because he actually not only shows and demonstrates the power of association every day, he creates the environments at his events for people to meet other people, to expand their associations. Rex, the same thing. You guys, as your networks, through your contact mapping, you are the embodiment of growing through the power of association. We know that the opposite of addiction is true human connection. And people are starving to be seen. They're starving to be loved. They're starving to belong to, into something bigger than they are. They want to be able to trust people and they want to feel safe. And if you are that safe harbor for people, you are going to become a magnet for abundance and love and relationship. And nothing in life is more important than those three, right? I totally agree. Thank you, my son. <laughs> What'd you say again? <laughs> yeah. So Sharon, so people want to know, 
What's your favorite book? Is it Three Feet from Grow? If they if they should go buy some book right today, what book would you buy? Well, you know, I get that question a lot because I've written 27, Tom. So you're it's like asking me which child is my favorite. But I do have a couple of recommendations. If you have know that you're letting fear hold you back, Outwitting the Devil is the book you need to read. Or if you know somebody that you've been trying to help and you talk to them till you're blue in the face and you can't get through to them, give them Outwitting the Devil. If you're a woman in business, I would really recommend Think and Grow Rich for Women because it's something that really helps you see how so many other women have succeeded and failed and gotten through it. And so it's a, it's a you might read something and say, I can't do what she does, or you might read something else and another woman's story and say, hey, I can do that. And so those are two. And of course, Three Feet from Gold is all about perseverance, getting through the low points and how you can pick, pick up your big boy pants or your big girl pants and get through by having the right people around you and having that faith and confidence. Because too many of us, that F in my personal success equation is actually fear. And that fear, para fear paralyzes us or motivates us. And most of us are paralyzed by fear. And so I help people understand how to convert that fear into fuel, into energy to help propel you for forward in spite of the fear. Wow, that's so powerful. And again, you know, what a moment, right? We have more fear out there in the world bombarding us all the time than ever before. We have a lot of people that have major fear that could be happening in their own life because of layoffs happening or, you know, all these things going on. And you have a choice to make about that. You have a choice to continue to live and to shrink as a result of that, or to use that as fuel and to let that be the reason why you make a different choice and you show up bigger and you go out there and serve people that are maybe just like you, or maybe just like you were however long ago. And you get to go back and bring that person along on the journey with you. And you have done that over and over again with the books, with your son coming back with that credit card debt, with the experience after the loss of your son. And so you can do this. You, you have proven you can do that over and over and over again and continue to reinvent yourself out of the power of even what might seem like the most difficult experiences, right? Well, and so many times, I, I, that's a beautiful statement. Thank you very much. You just made me feel good about myself. Um, but I, we we allow ourselves to um, wallow We kind because of, we're human. We get into the cesspool of self-pity. Um, you know, I, I venture anybody to tell me they've never given themselves a pity party. I've had plenty of them. And so you, you allow yourself to um, dis disintegrate in that loss of fear that the fear takes the, it, it darkens the sky, it takes away your hope. And so that's why it's so important to consider your environment. What are you listening to? What do you, when I stopped the news, made my life completely better. Cause so even though I wasn't paying attention to it, it was running in the background, hitting my subconscious. And so you put yourselves, you listen to this show, you listen to people who are supporting you. You listen to my ATMs so that you start bombarding your subconscious with positivity because your mind cannot hold positive and negative at the same time. And every one of us is we're where we are, where we are today because of the choices we made before today. But don't let the past define you. You may have made a mistake. You may have had a failure, but that was an occurrence, not a definition. It just made you stronger. It makes you who you are today. <clears throat> I don't wish anybody to lose a child. We're not supposed to outlive our children.
but I wouldn't be who I am today if I hadn't had all my successes and all my failures. And my choice is to make the most of today and do something different if I want different choices in life. So if you're not happy with where you are today, simply start making different choices today with who you're listening to, who you're hanging out with, the actions you're taking and how you spend your time. Are you spending it so it's gone or are you investing your time? You know, my favorite word is assets. We talk about financial well-being. Financial well-being comes from buying, building, creating, income producing assets, not making more money, reinvesting that money into assets. You guys, if you haven't figured out that you have to have this woman and her work in your life, we have not done our job. I mean, I don't I don't think we needed to do much. The, if they aren't if they aren't convinced, they aren't listening. In the name of the game, every one of you go to our website, 27 books. You're going to find something that resonates with you. You're going to figure out your way to get a better life. And it's going to have Sharon Lecter tied to it. And her friends are of the highest caliber. And I promise you, they're going to help you get to where you want to go if you'll do the work to get there. And I love her. We're coming back right after this. This is the Genesis Communication Network, the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Tom, Sharon, and my little boy, Adrian. Good job, little boy. All right. How you doing? <laughs> I'm great. This has been, this show has flown by. Mark Cohen. Haven't seen that little we drink of water. love Mark Cohen. Thank you, Mark, as always. Thank you, Doug and Christina and Richard. You're amazing. Thanks for all the awesome comments. Thank you, Katie. We got, um, this, this is, uh, this show is the power of, of association, you know? Yeah. All right. You're coming back. All right, it's the final segment, Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Adrian Chenault, Sharon Lecter, and of course me. And I'm telling you, I am a student of this woman. Your old buddy, J.W. Wilson, finally got his book out. Have you seen it? It's 729 pages long. And I saw that whole book when it was written on yellow stickies in his apartment in Boulder, Colorado. And uh, he goes way back with Sharon too. And just the impact of you people on the people that you hung around with, got their knowledge, and you have all just not retired, given back to the world all your life to the point that you are icons in industry, in business, in personal development, in love. I mean, I am so lucky to have met you and so lucky to have met Michael. It just, it warms my cockles. And I just, Adrian hates it when I say that. And I just can't believe it. We're so lucky. And he about, I'm telling you, when I told him you were coming on the show, he about swallowed his cigar. It was awesome. So <laughs> thank you, Sharon, so much. We've only got a couple of minutes left. Give them people some pearls of wisdom. Will you please, what should they be doing right now? Well, thank you, Tom, Adrian. I just so appreciate being with you. And I want to thank everybody that's watching and listening because you are doing what you need to do. You're listening to things that are uplifting you. Information is going to help you take the next step. But don't stop there. Actually take action. Do that one thing that we've talked about. Move yourself forward. Reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Go to a new meeting. Expand because that's what gets us out of our comfort zone. I challenge all of you. I always ask, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Now think about it. When was the last time you did something for the first time? And if it's, if you're kind of sitting back going, oh, then I challenge you, go do something you haven't done before. Because that's where you discover new people, new experience, new spice of life. 
And all of a sudden you realize you're getting yourself out of the routine. How many times have we been driving somewhere we go to all the time? We don't even remember getting there because we do it all the time. So our subconscious was driving. That's what our life is like sometimes. And so pay attention, force yourself out of your comfort zone, do something you've never done before. Reach out to somebody. Every single day I'd reach out. I have my two, it used to be my two, two, two rule, Tom, two faxes, two phone calls and two emails. Well, obviously faxes don't work anymore. So now it's two handwritten notes, two um, calls, two emails, two social media posts, two, you know, we had to add a few twos, but it's every single day before I close out the day, I reach out to people I haven't talked to in a while. I reach out to new people to establish new opportunities to keep the vitality of life. Because if you're not doing that, if you're not taking that action, then you end up becoming numb. I don't want you to be numb. Go out and do something you've never done before and reach out to me. My email is info at SharonLector.com. We're here to support you every step of the way. And I'm here to support Tom and Adrian and each of you because your legacy is up to you every single day with every heart you touch. Friends, just listen to what Sharon just said. And I'm marveling at everything you just said. The thing that stands out the most to me is your your two by two by two by two by two or however many twos it is now because look if there is in both of these two people sharon and my dad if anybody had an excuse to sit around and let the world come to them because the world would continue to come to you because of what you have both accomplished it'd be the two of you and instead you are making a conscious choice to continue to reach out to people. And when you do that, there's opportunities and there are new discoveries and there are new connections that are becoming uncovered and that are spontaneously combusting as a result of the power of, of those two people connecting on that given day and the magic of what might be going on in those two lives in that moment. And that is such a powerful thing. And it, I would imagine for you, I know it is for you. It's it's almost, it becomes addicting. It becomes uh, like a drug because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where that path is going to lead on any given day. And there is so much greatness in that and that power of association and that those concentric rings that just grow and widen and widen and the lives that get touched as a result of the work that you've done and the steadfastness that you have continued to show in doing that, that is a legacy. And every one of us has the opportunity to do that. No matter how many people you know or how few people you know, no matter how many big shots you think you know or how many you don't know, it doesn't matter because every person is an open door to that next connection, to that next opportunity, to that next ability to make an impact in the world. And so, Sharon, I just, I'm so inspired by what you shared today. And I, I've seen the impact that you've had on our friend, Tony Crinity and, and his, you, you know, he's, he's living proof of that. I, every time he announces a new interviewee, I go, how the heck did he get that person? And he got him and from her. I know he got it. And he got him from what he learned from her. Amen. And that's what it's all about is that this is, that's having an impact in the world. We all have the ability to do that. Maybe she should have been your mother. That <laughs> <laughs> is so exciting. You no, know, we love you. And it's just a blast. And, you know, yesterday Adrian was on the phone with Mark Victor Hansen for a half an hour. I mean, he never. I was just with Mark at a wedding on Saturday. 
Yeah. So it's just a part of daily life. Once you realize it can be, therefore it is, instead of, you know, Richard Brooke, again, an icon, has been on this show the whole time. Armand Payo, I mean, he's here. Armand. That makes me so happy to see The king. (laughs) Yeah. So we're lucky, Adrian, and we just got to continue to give back and get Armand on here, get Richard Brooke on here. Bob Dickey next week, I think, I isn't know. it? Yeah, that's exciting. I don't know if you guys know him, but he is an, he's one of the best leaders I ever met. Just solid as they come. He'll be on the show the following. It's just, it's awesome. So everybody, you got to go go to ATM, SharonLector.com and follow that. Go to MLMGuru.com. Go to RichardBrook.com. We'll see you all next week. Love you. Bye-bye. All right, we're still on the on Facebook for another minute. Sharon, thank you so much. You just blessed this audience. I, the comments that have been streaming through here have really just been warming my heart every step of the way. So thank you to everybody for being a part of this. And Sharon, I, I can just already see the impact that this conversation has had in the world. So thank you again. And we also have to figure out something else nice to do for you. So you have to figure out something you need, which... That's a reach for you, I'm sure, but we've got to be able to help you. I mean, if we would not be living our life, we're going to send you a Love Like Crazy, Then Love More t-shirt. We're going to send a Fire Your Brain, Hire Your Heart t-shirt to you because we love you, Sharon. (laughs) Never forget it. You purple your color. We've got purple. purple. You want that? I can be red, blue, purple, whatever you want. All right. (laughs) All right. We love you. Thanks again. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.